Welcome to Entrench, a 21 Pilots podcast. Hello, local dreamers. Welcome to Entrench. My name is Anna, and this is episode 11, A Car, A Torch, A Death. Make sure you have listened to the song beforehand and are ready for an in-depth analysis of track 11 off 21 Pilots. And this is Hood Rats episode one with Luke. Luke, would you like to make yourself known? I am Luke. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. So Luke, tell us about how you discovered 21 Pilots and how did we meet? I think the first time I ever heard of 21 Pilots was back when I didn't have a Bluetooth device in my car, and I just listened to the radio, mm-hmm. and I would always hear stressed out car radio on the radio, and that was the first time I heard 21 Pilots, and we met, was it last summer? Yeah, there's actually a Riverview. There's technically a picture of the day we met. Oh, yeah. That big giant group photo that we had at Life Group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know anyone, and I was forced into a picture with everyone. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. And Luke has been very supportive of this podcast, which I'm really appreciative of. So, yeah. What would you say is your favorite 21 Pilots album? Probably, I honestly, I don't know the name of it, but it's the one with the two old dudes on the album cover. Vessel. The Grandpas. Don't attack me, everyone. (laughs) Fake fan. Fake fan. Is that, okay. (laughs) Short and brief. Yeah. Do you have a favorite or like any favorite songs? No. (laughs) (laughs) I actually hate them. I don't know why I'm here. (laughs) Okay. Um, Let's just say it's a car and torture death. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This is my favorite song. Good answer. How does the band inspire you, or does it represent anything for you? Mm. I, yeah, inspires me in the way, <laughs> I'm trying to Your be serious right now. transitions are great. <laughs> Thank you, I've practiced them. It inspires me in the way that they reference God in almost everything that they do. They have a reference to scripture, to the gospel, to God working in their life some way, somehow, in almost everything they do. Mm-hmm. And I can appreciate that. And I love listening to their music and just being able to try and pick things out and see what they're trying to say with the words. Um, yeah. We basically do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're doing right now. Yeah, makes sense. And we're going to do, like, three more, so get ready. (laughs) many. Do you have any, like, specific things you remember related to 21 Pilots? Like, any certain memories or just... Uh, Yeah, the first time I heard it was during the summer. I was in high school, and it was... 
I was in my very first car I ever owned, and it was I live in a farm town, so I was in the like in the on the country roads during summer with windows down. <laughs> We're not studying that song, no. Um, but yeah, just the good windows down during summer listening to music memories. Ride is the perfect song for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now we're going to hop into A Car, A Torch, A Death. Yeah. So it started off with like, how would you describe that sound it makes? <laughs> A very scary, eerie piano that got remixed with EDM music. <laughs> it's almost like a reverse raindrop. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, it almost reminds me of like a like a really weak heartbeat. Mm. And it's just like a super melancholy tone. Yeah, very. So, verse one, um, it says, The air begins to feel a little thin as I start the car, and then I begin to add the miles piled up behind me. I barely feel a smile deep inside me. Do you have any initial reactions? This is dark. Mm -hmm. There's what's interesting about this song. First off, is the name, the title of the song is like ominous, and mm -hmm. the lyrics are very vague. And there's feels like there's like many interpretations you could have for each lyric. So we could be here for a few hours doing this episode, but we'll spare you. Yeah, we'll. Spare you guys just seems yeah very he just seems like he's not in a good mood he can barely feel a, a smile deep inside him the air is thin mm -hmm. it's really sad um, it is. to me it like almost reminds me of like when you're just like really emotional i don't know why like the air being thin reminds me of just like having a lump in your throat or something and i know like for me sometimes i go to the car I'll just go for a drive if I'm, like, really upset. Yeah. I'm just, like, really needing that reprieve to be alone and also because, like, everything's really heavy. I think it's interesting. It talks about the miles piled up behind me. It almost, like, reminds me of just kind of looking at how far you've come but then just kind of being, like, huge sigh, like, look at all mm -hmm. this distance I still have to go. Um, yeah. And... I don't know. I really resonate with that, with anxiety and like some weeks with anxiety or like every day you're just struggling a lot to like get through the day and then you have to wake up and do the same thing tomorrow. And so it's really just tiring and sometimes it just makes you feel like, okay, like I did that for like a week, but like was there actually any progress made? Right. Um, I don't know if you felt that way about anything in your life. Yeah, totally. I feel that way with school mm -hmm. all the time. Um, I've changed my major a few times, and, you know, it's wasted time sometimes. But when I saw this line, it just made me think of when I came to Christ, like, looking at my past mm -hmm. and all of the, the sins I've committed and all the things that I've done and all of these things. It, it's It's... You know, there are things I used to love to do, but now it's associated with some shame and guilt, which isn't healthy because it's gone now. But still, yeah. what the things that I've done, I barely feel a smile deep inside me. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you can like get through so much, but sometimes you like forget to celebrate how far you've come too. Like it's so easy to just dwell on like, well, this sucks or I still have all of these things to do or I'm still so far away from where I want to be or we're really bad at celebrating our progress. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have anything else for that line, that verse? Um, just the tar. What, like, I'm wondering what is that signifying to me? Just, as we see later, it'll get a little bit clearer, but. I just had a connection. So Heavy Dirty Soul in the music video, he's in a car as well. Yeah. And I feel like for Tyler, cars are always like, I don't know. It's almost always related to heaviness for whatever yeah. reason. And the next song on this album, Taxi Cab, yeah. also has reference to a car and the, the back like being unpacked and everything which is interesting because in that car it's like the holy trinity is driving and then in uh, the heavy dirty soul video blurry face is driving who's like Mm -hmm. kind of almost like satan so that's weird he's been in cars with two very different drivers yeah so verse two and i begin to envy the headlights driving south i want to crack the door so i can just fall out but then I remember when you packed my car, you reached in the back and buckled up your heart. Mm. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, starting out in the first line, like envying the other cars, I don't know. I, it almost reminds me of just like when you're in such a bad place and headspace and you just kind of hate yourself and wish you could be like anyone else. Yeah. Which is really sad, but I feel like I've definitely been at that point before in my life. Yeah, and it seems like just pointing out, him pointing out which direction they're going, like he, the Tars are going in a complete different way than, than he's going. Do you think and there's then, a spiritual metaphor there? I don't know. This, this song is like, I could inter- interpret that line mm-hmm. 20 different ways, probably. I don't know. It's probably... A spiritual reference to that driving south like to hell like what i don't know <laughs> when in doubt i'm like hell <laughs> i don't know it's it's interesting he uses envy as well yeah and then it's just sad because he's clearly very depressed mm-hmm. and yeah i i mean we're not quite there yet but i feel like this person is like someone who wears their struggles very openly and like i definitely relate to that but i think like the woman later for some reason i see her as more like someone who kind of hides their struggles Mm. yeah but yeah i like the ending of the verse where it's just kind of like reminding you that you can have more purpose just in relation to other people And sometimes, like, if you're really struggling, especially for people with mental illnesses, sometimes the biggest thing that helps is just remembering to hold on for the sake of, like, how much you matter to other people. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. What or who are they referencing when he says in the last line, you reach back and buckled up your heart? 
That's interesting, because I feel like I initially thought of the woman that's later mentioned. Okay. There definitely could be a parallel to Jesus there. Yeah. That's what I was thinking anyways. Mm-hmm. What's that? But, like, that kind of comes out of nowhere, too. Yeah, that's true. So I feel like, I don't know, I feel like up until that point, there's really not anyone else mentioned, so it's kind of like, wait, who are you supposed to be referring to? But then the next couple verses. Mm-hmm. Would you like to segue? <laughs> sure. Next verses say, For me to drive away with, referencing the heart, I began to understand why God died. That's like, I feel like that's one of the most profound lyrics in this album. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's the gospel. Yeah, I feel like, for me, like, that also kind of goes along with the same thing from the previous lines about just remembering or, like, wanting to sacrifice yourself for others' pain. Mm. Yeah. Mm, that's deep. <laughs> did not make, I did not make that connection. I, that is a genuine reaction. Because, <laughs> like, there's definitely, like, Jesus and the gospel throughout the song, but it also reminds me of like when you see someone suffering and you just wish you could take the pain from them Mm. yeah and then um i noticed the melody just kind of gets a bit more hopeful there's starting to be more purpose in the for the man potentially is it a man do we know i don't know does not say okay so verse three The demon sat there waiting on her porch. It was a little dark, so he held a makeshift torch. And when my car was far out of sight, he crept in her room and stayed there for the night. (laughs) I feel like you can go ham on this. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of want to go ham right now. Okay. Well, (laughs) first off, we have... Demon sitting on this girl's porch. It was a little dark and he made a makeshift torch. So the demon can be interpreted as being a lot of different things. So far the theme is it seems depression or thoughts of suicide as he's like trying to crack open the door and fall out mm-hmm. of the car earlier and it was a little dark so he made a makeshift torch. Which is interesting. That part almost, like, it makes me think of, like, oh, I'm a demon, but I'm going to, like, really crappily try to pretend I have some light. So I made a little torch, and it looks really stupid. But, like, (laughs) if you don't know the difference, I feel like it can be enticing. Yeah, and that kind of relates to the verse that turned me into a Christian it's Second Corinthians 11, verse 14. It says, Don't be surprised when the devil and his angels disguise themselves as angels of light. Mm-hmm. And I was in the New Age, and I was talking to spirits that called themselves angels of light or light beings, and it was all good. And then I, later on, I realized that they were not who they said they were, and they were mm-hmm. demons pretending to be angels of light. And they, they made their own little makeshift horse. They had their fake phony light their fake torch Mm -hmm. Um, 
How would you describe that fake light versus real light in Christ? Mm. Fake light, it was very momentary. It was temporary. It was um, not something I could really count on long term. Mm-hmm. It was about just like self. instinct gratification. Yeah, it was, it was about, yeah, it was about instant gratification. It was about doing whatever you want, whatever pleases you in that moment. Is how you make your own makeshift torch, your own light. Mm-hmm. But it didn't help, and it it was makeshift. Do you like looking back now? Like, obviously, like it looks a lot different, and it is a lot more clear that it was deceiving. But what would you say was like made it deceiving? I guess. Um. It was that it seemed good. You couldn't really tell the difference unless you were looking for, you know, evil in it. And even then, it's hard to see. Um, it's just very well disguised as being good, as in, as in, you know, help one another, do good things, do whatever you want. There's no such thing as sin. It's all lovey-dovey, but it's a front, and it's not what it's all really about. That's interesting because I feel like the demon in this song is a lot more like dark. Like it's not mm-hmm. necessarily trying to come off as good or anything. Yeah. So I don't know. That's interesting because I feel like I wouldn't think of demons being like, like it makes sense that they're alluring, but I guess I just wouldn't connect that with, I don't know, trying to be, I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I, feel, I know what you mean. I know okay. You mean. <laughs> That's all that matters. It's just like not like this demon in the situation is not yeah. healing per se. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like with if this woman is like kind of representative of someone who hides their struggles more, it's just really creepy to me that it's like the second they're alone, they just get attacked by all of that. Yeah. And no one could ever even know. Right. And what's interesting... Was that... Sorry. (laughs) Hey, I just made a connection and I had to interrupt you. Mm -hmm. The the second part of verse 3, it says, And when my car was far out of sight, he crept in the room and stayed there for the night. And when my car was out of sight is interesting because that was what the heart was buckled up in. So the car containing the heart is far away. The demon crept in her room and stayed there for the night. Mm-hmm. And if that heart is really Jesus' heart, then that would make sense why the demon was able to come in as soon as his heart went away. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I forgot what I was going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you find that to be at all true in your own struggles with demons of like, were they more prevalent when you were alone? Yeah. They they would only reveal themselves when I was alone. Interesting. I mean, I didn't really try to interact with the spirits when I was with people usually because I was the only person, the only new ager that I knew in real life. But, yeah. Um, did you have any other thoughts on that verse? No. Okay. So the bridge goes in saying, and then I felt chills in my bones. The breath I saw was not my own. I knew my skin that wrapped my frame wasn't made to play this game. And then I saw him, torch in hand, 
He laid it out what he had planned. And then I said, I'll take the grave. Please just send them all my way. And like, it's definitely Jesus, but I also feel like it's the man from the beginning. But like, In what the way? man from the beginning is not Jesus, right? Right. I don't know. It almost makes me think of, I don't oh. know why I think it's the man, but like, almost like some sort of telepathy where like now that the demon's there he like senses that something's wrong and he has mm -hmm. to go back or something but like yeah. it makes more sense that it's jesus yeah are you talking about the breath yeah i'm not sure i guess just the whole thing in general okay i guess like it probably is jesus just as a whole, the way the song is laid out, I feel like it doesn't, it's kind of choppy. Like all of a sudden we're like mm -hmm. someone else now. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, there's two things going on in this bridge. There's something creeping this dude out, breath that is not his own. And then he's talking to someone else. I feel like mm -hmm. there's two different characters. Well, I feel like the demon is being talked to. Okay. What did you think? I thought he was talking to Jesus. <laughs> but why would he say to Jesus, I'll take the grave? Wouldn't that be Jesus well, talking? Right. But we're, we're supposed to die to ourselves and mm -hmm. so on. Yeah. But also, like, we can't <laughs> be the one to take the grave. That's true. It's very true. Okay. I'll surrender to your point. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's not an argument. You win. Fine. That's what you think. <laughs> I initially like thought to like that whole empathy empathy with pain. And I feel like if we're talking about the man, because I'm gonna go with that interpretation. Um, like he has the ability to understand that what the demon's doing is like bad and like you know like he wants to take that away like he knows what it is versus mm -hmm. like the woman doesn't necessarily because she doesn't have that perspective because mm -hmm. she's just struggling with it firsthand mm -hmm. what was it like for you like I don't know. What was it like for, like, your dad, like, seeing what you were going through? Do you know? Yeah. Well, it wasn't much my dad because he was like, oh, it's just a phase. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my mom was, like, very worried because she has, has seen uh, spiritual things like that before. Um, so they, I know they were both praying for me and trying to show me real light and give me like bible verses and showing me all these videos and being really active and trying to like pull me out do you have any other thoughts about what's happening in this section i'm still confused <laughs> what are you confused <laughs> about and then i said i'll take the graves please just send them all my way who's who's saying that is this a mystery that we'll just never be able to figure out? So we'll have to ask Tyler. Yeah. Or call him up. We we'll just call him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like, is this like the first song where we're not clear who's talking? I'm not, I'm not clear who's talking. <laughs> we're confused. 
Yeah, I feel like I'm repeating myself, but I, I don't know why. I feel strongly it's the man. The man what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean it's the man? From the beginning of the song, Right, what what part is the man? I feel like it's he's the whole thing because it doesn't change pronouns at all. Okay, so do you think the man at the beginning is Jesus then? No, because he's, like, struggling with things. Okay, Jesus struggled with things. I know, but <laughs> he wants to fall out of a car. Okay, <laughs> yeah. well, but also, I mean, like, Jesus that's the whole cried reason why out he to came. God at one point, so. Yeah, and that's the whole reason why he came. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Now I'm more confused than when we started. <laughs> this thing could, this song is so ambiguous and vague. Anything could mean anything. Um, and that my synopsis. <laughs> the end I'm sorry, I'll never come on here again. <laughs> you have three more <laughs> I feel like this is the most ambiguous one though this is so hard to interpret. I'm so glad you're doing this one with me though I feel like if I was by myself I'd just be like what's happening So it repeats, I began to understand why God died. Okay, that's why I think it's the man. Because <laughs> Jesus is God who died. So Yes. why, why would he say that? And that's also talking in first person. Okay. So why is the man... Back to the man. Why is the I man feel like we're saying... talking about the man, like government. No, no. no the man in this song. Not the man, the man. Man in the song, the man. Why does he say, I'll take the drave, please just send them all my way, if he's not Jesus? Okay, this is what I wanted to talk about. You know, like, like if you're a parent and your kid gets sick or, like, dies, then, like, you just have that desire of, like, I want to just take it for them. Or, like, I'd rather that was me. I feel like it's one of those instances. So he would rather take this girl's demons on and these girl's pain. I mean, yeah. Do you, Okay. can you see that? Yeah, I see that. Okay. Yeah, I feel like, especially when you, like, have that perspective of, like, knowing right from wrong, like, of course you'd rather it be you, rather than the, not that they're weaker, but they don't have that perspective, Right. so. It's just a protect protective kind of attitude. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we all feel that way about our loved ones. Yeah. But yeah, and like in those instances, we can understand like why Jesus would die for people. And then verse four, it finishes out saying, the air begins to feel a little thin as we're waiting for the morning to begin. But for now, you told me to hold this jar. And when I looked inside, I saw it held your heart. And I feel like this is the theme of the album again, where a lot of the songs like it ends where people are together. Do you have anything to add? <laughs> Ooh, okay. like, it kind of wraps it up as, like, they're bound together and they're suffering at the end. Ah. But what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Don't just take my word for it. yeah, I feel like as we're waiting for the morning to begin is another common theme. Like, 
the night is dark and we're waiting for the good, good morning to come. But for now, you told me to hold this jar. Inside, it held your heart. So that's talking about the girl then. Yeah, it's probably a woman. <laughs> a lady. A madame. It's finally making sense now. Like, Jesus is definitely there, but I feel like character-wise, he's not there. Okay. <laughs> you don't just have to say okay. No, I agree with that. I agree. <laughs> okay. I feel like <laughs> that's all I have to say. This is so confusing, everyone. I'm sorry for your last two brain cells that have just shriveled. <laughs> your neurons are suffering. I'm sorry. So, I mean, you can always find purpose in community, if nothing else. Yeah. I feel like that's even a good theme. Purpose, even purpose in the suffering where he was able to understand the gospel better. Why? Mm. Why Jesus why God would come and suffer for people like us. Mm-hmm. Says he loves us. And it's, that's why he, you know, wanted to protect this girl. Says he loved her. So It's interesting because it's almost like because of the suffering she was going through, it strengthened his faith. Yeah. Counterintuitive. Yeah. Big brain. But it's also like proof why we need suffering in our faith. Yeah. What's that? What's that verse? Suffering produces endurance, and endurance endurance produces hope, and hope produces character, and all of these good things. Boom. Bang! Drop the mic. Moral of the story. Well, there you go. And there we go. Thank you for your insight. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So this week, I have the pleasure of sharing some memories from our local dreamer, Elias. Um, he emailed in and said, I'm a huge 21 Pilots fan. I love listening to podcasts like this because it shows other people who love them as much as I do, which was very nice. How I got into 21 Pilots is about five years ago, my cousins discovered Blurry Face and played songs from it all the time. I wasn't big into too much music then, but I always had Blurry Face in the background. I truly only started listening to 21 Pilots the fall of 2019, and I slowly tried to learn more about them, and now I'm here knowing lots about them and all their songs. Um, Elias' favorite songs are Leave the City, The Judge, and Ode to Sleep, Mm. but he also really loves all of their songs. Relatable. (laughs) Or he could be, who can say none? (laughs) I haven't listened to enough of them to make it decision but i agree leave the city is actually one of my favorites and as of right now it's like technically the bottom of their discography so unless you count well no level of concern in the christmas single so and then his favorite album is he said i thought it was trench for a long time but it's definitely blurry face now I get major nostalgia from many songs on Blurry Face due to my cousins playing it five years ago. It's honestly super close, though. Trench is probably objectively their best album so far. And Vessel is definitely their most beloved and the fan favorite. I like Luke because he's Gaelic. (laughs) Wow. Vessel is really good. They're all really good. I feel like they're all very different, so they're all good 
You know what? I deserve that. I don't even know the name of the album. So thank you, Elias, for sending that in. It was really cool to see what your favorite stuff was. Um, and again, I'm just really grateful for anyone who emails me because it just lifts my spirits. We need to get Elias on the podcast. Yeah, Elias, please feel free to request a song if you want to join. Or if you don't, that's fine. But I would love to have you. He knows more than me. You could do it, Elias. <laughs> you know the name of Vessel, so. Yeah, so Your your fault. can be on it. Anyone can be <laughs> on it. <laughs> We're setting the bar real low. Uh, and the most ambiguous song. I can't wait to come back three more times. So I want to hear from you. You can email entrenchpodcast at gmail with a written account of your 21 Pilots story or your favorite memories you have. You can also reach out with an episode request if you want to analyze a song, a video, or an album. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what that would be like, probably like themes and stuff. Many songs are still available, and if you'd like to contribute to the analysis or just post memes or something, you can join the podcast Facebook group by searching Entrench Podcast Group. You can find Entrench on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Music, and Amazon Music. I look forward to hearing from more of you. Tune in next time for Taxi Cab. Thank you so much for listening, friends. Stay alive and remember, Entrench, you're not alone. This is going to be like five hours long. <laughs> Cancel all your plans. <laughs> no.